I'll break it off in your ass. Just did breaking news. No more bullshit. No more bullshit. No bullshit. I want no bullshit. Want yeah. no bullshit? Yeah. I'm internet famous right now. Congratu Congratulations. Oh, uh, no, don't thank me, <laughs> man. Oh, it's you, that kind of thing. You need a fucking IQ test to have a Twitter account, is my supposition, Red. <laughs> That's how I got one. You don't got one. Take yours away, man. What's what's nine times six, bitch? Uh, some numbers. Ah, take it away. Nobody can count. Listen, you. You, you liberals. I'm not on your side. I just at Cobo Hall monitoring it because I don't trust the Democratic machine here in Michigan. I don't trust Republicans either. Hey, all you conservative whack jobs, I'm not taking money. I was just there monitoring the election, and I'm going to prove to you yeah. that you should all just go Ooh. back to your warm baby bottles and be quiet. This thing's done. Wah. It's done. Okay, but first... No Bullshit News Hour Facebook Live brought to you by American Coney Island, Detroit's oldest family-run restaurant and birthplace of the famous Detroit Coney Dog, Chili, Mustard, and Vidalia Onions. Downtown at the corner of Lafayette, Michigan Avenue. Can't miss it. It's the red, white, and blue building. It's clean. It's clean. It's going to be open for Thanksgiving. How do you get so clean? <laughs> because the boss <laughs> likes it that way. She's oldest. Got a, she's got a good person there cleaning it. They invented the chili dog, the Coney dog. If you don't want to go out for the holidays, remember, go to AmericanConeyIsland.com and have a Coney kit delivered anywhere in the 50 states. I don't know about Puerto Rico. Well, there's only one way to find out. We'll Someone find should out. ship some to their friends in Puerto Rico. There you go. And listen, listen, if you can't count, your voting machines are shit. You have no processes. Call ADR. Yeah. Right? How to get it done. They are competent, honest, ethical, smart. 248-318-9424. Here's what they really do. They're experts in procurement, government compliance, information technology. Sound like anything to you? Huh? Yeah. yeah. The goddamn election. What a mess. We warned you. Barry Ellentuck at ADR. 248-318-9424. Again, honest, ethical, smart. Call them. You good? Yeah. I like that little music, though. Oh, You always okay. end it a little too early. I don't end it too early. All right, listen here. It just ends too early. Listen, the, 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 the rant here. Let's get, let's get it started. It's brought to you by our good friend, Luke Nowacki. Y'all know him, right? Pinnacle Wealth. Overreaction is not a strategy for the long-term investor. Look what the market's doing. You make sense of it. Get something tailored to you. Your life, your expectations, your bank, your pension fund, your municipality. Luke Nowacki does it all. He does it all. He's at 248 663 4748. 
Go ahead, hit me. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Now listen to me. President Donald J. Trump and the little three of Michigan. The great Cheeto. That's Governor Gretchen Whitmer, Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, and Attorney General Dana Nessel have one thing in common. All four possess an astounding degree of self-importance. <laughs> None of them seems to think the law of the land applies to their political women fancy. For his part, Trump has filed suit in Michigan, citing irregularities, incompetence, and unlawful vote counting, specifically in Wayne County, specifically at Cobo Hall, where the Detroit absentee ballots were counted. What's it called? TCF, THC? Yeah, TCF. It's fucking Cobo, Cobo Hall. Yeah. As you know, I was working there as a ballot inspector. More importantly, this is more important, I was working as a nonpartisan reporter keeping tags on your election because nobody's going to fucking steal it if I'm standing there. Not a liberal, not a conservative. My, the person I voted for didn't win either. That's my business. I repeat, I repeat. There was no appreciable fraud that would swing 145,000 now yeah. votes to Trump. Were there backdating of ballots? The city admits there was, saying the last-minute envelopes were time-stamped in ink, but not in the computer by harried clerks. So they inputted the dates at Kobo. Republican poll watchers there agreed with the process. I know, remember, because I talked with them. Mm -hmm. They were on the show last week. Not a sucker here, people. Listen to me now. The filer of the complaint said she witnessed this thousands of times. Thousands? Thousands. You know how many ballots we processed? I would have no idea. In, how, 10, how, how much, in 10 hours. And, and the Republicans were around our table yeah, because we watching. were so efficient. In 10 hours, we processed 1,351. Wow. What, not thousands? What was y'all doing? We were working our <laughs> ass off. So somebody comes in at 9 in the morning and sees this happens thousands of times. Hmm. I don't see it. Were ballots run multiple times through the tabulator? Could be. Could did you be. see any? I did not. They do jam, right? But I did not see them running them through and through, and you know I was there. Did dead people vote in this election? Yup. Sure did. We're going to bring you that. The most famous dead vote, Red, was on it. But Don won't win. And the reason's simple. There's no way to track an invalid vote once it's been tabulated. Once a ballot is accepted in the electronic poll book, its ballot number from the paper is detached from the ballot itself. The ballot is now anonymous and unable to be tracked forevermore. Think about that. It's something like a raffle ticket without a serial number. Let that soak in. You couldn't possibly pull a fraudulent vote if you don't know which one it is. Okay? As for that, here's the big one. 137,000 ballots coming into Kobo at 4 a.m. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's what the story was a week ago. It didn't happen. Fairy tale. I was at the loading bay doors at the time. Don't believe me? Fine. But check the vote totals from Wednesday to Thursday. Was there a 137,000 vote spike? No. 
No, I mean, there was the one thing about... Uh, I'll get to it. Okay. But in Detroit? No. No. That's just math, people. So where did this rumor start about these 138,000, 137, 136,000 votes? In a pot smoker's basement. No, bro. Close. <laughs> it started near Flint. It's always fucking Flint. It started in Shiawassee County. An election worker there sent the county's unofficial vote counts to Michigan officials early Wednesday morning so they could get it to the media, you know what I mean, so they could get it to you. And they accidentally reported that Biden's tally in Shiawassee County, population 72,000, that Biden's tally in Shiawassee County, dig it, listen, was 153,710. What was it really? 15,000. 371. So about 20 minutes later, realizing they added an extra zero mm -hmm. in an unofficial count, they fixed it. It was a typo, an extra zero. Subtract 15,000 from 153,000. What do you get? 138,000. Voila. Yeah. But somehow this turns into fraud at Kobo and I'm not seeing it. Bullshit. The truth is, it's over in Michigan. Trump's down more than 145,000 votes with no way of finding them. So somebody please tell them. Hmm. You do it. I'm doing it and I'm telling you all. But the quest, dig this now. Now hear me. The questions posed by dissenters, the people that filed affidavits, they're valid. And they should be examined and answered fully. They really should since this is the way elections will now be conducted. Why was the backdating of ballots allowed at Kobo? They should have been put in a bin. The city admits they did it. Why are dead people still on the qualified voter list? Why were there more than 500,000 absentee ballot applications sent to people who no longer live at the address? Yeah, clean it up. This is fucking unacceptable. You clean it up. You don't have these conspiracies. Yes. Now, you watch this show, this program. You know. We warned Secretary Benson about her sloth and her emptied and cliched answers to the problems of the bloated qualified voter list. You saw it. They were mailed to my house. Instead of tough questions and explicit answers, Benson chose to appear on news programs that offered watermelon soft questions. So now her dodging and her posturing comes home to roost. Look at what's going on out there. Consider the story of William Bradley Sr., the 118-year-old Detroit resident who voted by absentee ballot, the most famous vote in Michigan. Turns out Mr. Bradley died in 84. His vote from the grave has been dismissed as a clerical error by Benson's office. That's nice, and it's a fucking lie. It turns out that his son, William Bradley, William T. Bradley, he's not even junior, mistakenly returned his father's absentee ballot application and ballot instead of his own. Either that happened or the clerk made the initial mistake, never fixed it, and it snowballed from there. So, why did no media organization question the fact that a man who died 36 years ago is still a qualified voter? Mm -hmm. How? Or the fact that Bradley Jr.'s vote should be considered invalid? Because a dead man did vote, no matter what PolitiFact said. 
I called the writer at PolitiFact who called the claim that a dead man voted false to tell her it's true and that she should correct her fact-checking and I'm still waiting for the fucking call back. I guess it doesn't fit. What do they claim? What do PolitiFact claim? I'll, I'll quote you the headline. No, a dead bo- voter named William Bradley didn't vote in Detroit. Red? That's a lie. Boom. Yeah. It's yeah. inaccurate. It's Very. Misleading, too. You got, you got scared that the right-wing conspiratorialists, this, this was right. This was right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But good luck finding the dead man's vote, Don. <laughs> it's now anonymous. The tab's off the top. It's in a stack of 167,000 others. Do you all see what I'm getting at? Yes. Michigan voters passed an amendment to the state constitution two years ago, allowing absentee voting for whatever reason you want. There was plenty of time to prepare. Benson did not. What she did. (laughs) Here's what she did do. She attempted an 11th hour abrogation of the second amendment, banning firearms from the state's voting precincts. She, along with the attorney general, were slapped down in state court twice. Stupid. If Benson was really so concerned about public safety, why were there no metal detectors at Cobo Hall protecting we, the ballot inspectors? How did the large and unruly crowd on Wednesday even get in there? Now, as for Nestle, Nestle, hmm. Dana. Sounds like a chocolate bar. She hasn't gotten a single conviction in the Flint water poisoning and managed to get the case tossed out of court about the MSU president lying about knowing what super creep Larry Nasser was up to. But what Nestle did do is send a cease and desist letter to an obscure blogger who posted a conspiratorial video about a Detroit election workers training session replete with eerie music. I watched it three times. (laughs) Haven't gone through it. There wasn't much to the video, and it didn't get much traction, but it has now, thanks to Nestle's bullying. Freedom of the press, madam. Freedom of speech. It's called the First Amendment. They teach it in fifth grade. She's also creating a red herring. Jesus, where'd you go to law school? And Governor Whitmer. She doubled as a national co-chair for Joe Biden and used the highest office in this state is a campaign perch. You all know that's true. During that time, she illegally suspended the state constitution. That's what the Supreme Court said, not me, insisting it was necessary to protect the people from COVID. And yet, the thing she actually had control over as the governor, the condition of nursing homes, the schools and colleges, and whether they will be able to convene or not, she kicked that to them to decide the jails, and the unemployment system. They remain an unmitigated disaster. Once the big orange is gone, and he will be gone, and he just dropped his suit. In Arizona, yeah. Dropped it. So it's, it's coming down to Cobo Hall. Once this is finished, the attention in Michigan will turn to the little three. And they've got two years until their own election cycle. Less talk shows, ladies. More work. We're dying out here. Fix the election system. Just fix the shit. 
and calibrate your laser because it's apparently very off. Yeah, laser focus. It seems like they're creating a lot more problems that are almost inviting this. And Detroit, with its history, it's kind of an easy city to pick on. Not saying that's right or wrong. It's just an easy city to pick on nationally. Okay, so but they create a lot of these problems that they're now fighting against. I wonder if Nestle said she, you know, she did charges against this blogger. Is that what you're no, saying? No, you got to cease and desist. Cease and desist. Like. Thank you. Okay, is she going to charge uh, William T. Bradley for committing a felony and voting she, under his she dead father? She better not name? mess with that. Of sweet course man. not. He of didn't do anything and do nothing. Well, but what he thought he, he was voted, supposed to do, vote on someone else's ballot. So now we got a flurry of lawsuits, right? It's a, way, a lot of them. Well, yeah. From from observers. Okay. Uh, Some crazy claims. 234 pages of affidavits for Detroit. Everything from like uh, workers being told not to verify ballot signatures. Sure. Process. When ballots came uh, from people not in the electronic book, workers assigned to the uh, were assigning the ballot to a random name of a person who didn't vote, which I can tell you is impossible. It's impossible because it's all barcodes and electronified. I did it. If it doesn't show up, it doesn't show up. I don't know where you would be inputting names. It doesn't make any sense. SpongeBob SquarePants then voted in Detroit. <laughs> ballots arrived at the uh, at Cobo. One guy alleges 40,000 ballots arrived early Wednesday morning from out-of-state vehicles. After officials said all of them had already arrived and that all of these were allegedly for Biden. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you would know. Yeah. And of yeah. course, Biden won what Detroit by like 92%. Yeah. And there was another affidavit that said uh, the guy saw uh, a bunch of military ballots come in and 80% of them were voted straight ticket Democrat or just had Joe Biden on there. But would, would you be able, would a poll watcher be able to see who was voted for? I don't really know how you would tally it. It's not like, okay, this batch and a big number comes up on the screen. 80% for Biden. I don't know how that would Detroit, happen. Just because, well, he, his assumption was they're military ballots. They tend to be more conservative, which is probably true on a and, national and, basis. Well, and where was this? Was this in Cobo? This is one of the affidavits. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. According to the affidavit. Huh. How would you know? Yeah. Unless you're working the machine. And there's a couple of people that voted that were 120 years old, if you want to explain that one. Okay, so... Well, let's get let's get Dolores and uh, D- Dolores yeah. Andrews. Hey, Dolores. Hey, Dolores and I worked at Counting Board Eleven. Dolores is aces. Dolores is cool. Dolores works these elections for the last decade. Wow, thank you, Dolores, for doing that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And how was Charlie as a, a captain? Very good. Hey. Very. Was I? Was I? Sometimes I didn't lose it, but I, w- I was a little bit... Uh, He's intense. Intense. Yes, yes. So we all were. We all were. Good. It was a very important election, and we knew it. And remember when we, our count went off by two? Yes. And then we had to go through, like, hundreds and hundreds of ballots to find out which ones we didn't scan? Exactly. And then, and then the computer had one more than we had, and then we had to dig back through the boxes of yes. 1,351 yes. and... And we did it, yes. right? Yes. Hell yes, we did it. Okay. So, Dolores, here's the thing. Here's what I want to ask you. Since nobody, Did anybody take your affidavit? <laughs> no. No. So, huh. Dolores, did, did you see fraud? Not at all. Basically, Not- I, I want to say this. 
we did what we did. We're not looking at the military ballots. We are not looking at, we're looking at the ink stamps, but we're not up there when they're saying, put the, put the name in. But we're handling the ballots. Right. The main. So how would they know military ballots? I guess, I don't know, but no. Uh-uh. Okay. No. So, so what happened at, from three in the morning to five in the morning? Did you see a big truck? Tell me what you saw from three to five. A couple of ballots trickling down inside. Very few. You didn't see I, no trucks? Last, pardon me, no. No. The last batch that we did may have been under 20 ballots, maybe? It was 11. 11, okay. I knew it wasn't many. It was part of that 60 boxes that came in. My estimate is about somewhere between five and 10,000 came in. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden we're being told 40. And by the way, even if there were 40,000 coming in, that's where they're supposed to go. And you wouldn't know they're fraudulent and you wouldn't fucking know how many Biden got because they're distributed between 150 tables. Okay. Right. Right. So a lot of um, the fight now hinges on poll watchers. Did you think uh, there was lack of access for poll watchers on any side? Not at all. Not at all. There were people there watching us like a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you chuckling? I mean, because it is what it is. It was no room for error. You had people watching you from both sides. <laughs> and remember the, the, um, the election officials kept yelling at us for, like, talking with them and cracking <laughs> jokes? Yes, yes. <laughs> stick to the task. Don't be friendly. Don't do nothing. Just do it. Like, uh, okay. A little levity is going to make people work harder. Well, right. now I so know a why, though. food and a working toilet. They, I know why. Because it's this conflict. Because they're partisan, right? Sure. There's a Democrat. There's a Republican. There's, there's there, a point right. for it. And there's, yeah. the, there's the government. And then nobody wants to gather uh, evidence on each other. So don't give him anything to write in his notebook. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. I'll tell him everything. <laughs> remember there was like two dozen because they were really fascinated by us remember they're like you guys are ahead you guys are setting a rig wow you're so good and then i jumped up and i i did my broken arm swinging thing like this <laughs> remember that dolores and they all, they all looked at it and fucked off it's like get out let us do work go 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 find some bullshit to do they were complimenting you on the you know efficiency and speed of your table apparently y'all got down they were they they were impressed. They were. That's what we came to do to get down. So, what do you make of all the um, claims and files that are being levied, Dolores? Just from Bullshit. someone else who has worked there. Bullshit! Bullshit! I mean, it was too many checks and balances. I mean, it, it's crazy for for them to be seeing all these different allegations, this, that, the other. No, none of that was there. None in, of that in your. We Taking care of business like we came to do. We had people that were there that were excited. We were, you know, it, it, it was it was a good feeling to me. It was a part of history. We were making history. It was no time for bullshit. And in your ten years of working this and doing what you did, was this year any different? Yes, because you know it's the saying that they were saying in terms of the voters: the vote like your life depended on it. So we were down there taking care of business as though our life depended on it. This is history for me. This is something I sat down and told my grandchildren about. Dolores, let me ask you this. You've worked worked it for 10 years. Would you say 
in your opinion, is this the best year as far as the organization, the process, getting it done? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we had to do a training class. That training class, that training class was about five to six hours, I believe. And they was, it, was, it was repetitions. They were going over and over and over and over again. So you, you knew what you were doing. You knew what you came for. You know, it was no, it was no fraud, none of that. This is crazy. Yeah, they, and Delore, before I go into this, okay, so we're talking Tuesday night and a Wednesday morning, the three, the three to five area. It was so slow that they allowed people to take their phones out, right? Yeah. And said no, no photographs or video. Right. And you all brought your phones. and I'm like, what the fuck? I left mine in the car like they told me to. Right, right. Because that was initially what they told us, no devices inside but then they were able to let us use our phones just no pictures no videos nothing of that nature and people took them and there's there's dozens hundreds if not a thousand pictures of nothing going on at that time i'd you know what i mean there's a picture of it not happening so so somebody (laughs) give me a picture of one happening i'm only saying this Specifically, it went from 138,000 last week to 40,000 to tens of thousands. You see how it's starting to. Mm-hmm. There's a few hundred nine. <laughs> it's growing, yeah. Well, let, 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 let me read you this dude. I'm not calling him a liar. I mean, you know. He's he, maybe just mistaken. He can say, yeah, he, well, he can say what he wants, but we were there too. So his name's Andrew Cito, okay? He says, according to his affidavit, each counter compares the ballot to an electronic database from his or her computer to determine if the ballot correlates to a person who's registered to vote. That's what we were doing, right? Right. Okay, right. So, so we did that through the night. Then he writes this. At approximately 4.30 a.m., that was the half hour before everybody made the bum rush to the esca- the COVID escalator. Remember that? Right. Okay. <laughs> he, he says, I thought everyone was going home after our shift had ended. That's right. Then he says, at about this time, he heard other challengers say, hearsay here, I heard other challengers say that several vehicles with out-of-towns license plates pulled up to the TCF Center a little before 4.30 a.m. and unloaded boxes of ballots. Bullshit. Okay. Now, the Republican, Bill Hartman, last week said he saw a van that was clearly marked uh, Board of Elections. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got an issue here. And then we got this one. At approximately 4.30 a.m., tens of thousands of ballots were brought in and placed on eight long tables. Unlike Bullshit. the other ballots, those boxes were brought in from the rear of the room. <laughs> there was only one way into the room, and there no. was a loading bay door in the back. Right, right. You sure you sure some of these observers wasn't going to the bathroom taking a puff or two? You know, sometimes, you know. Dolores? Yeah. Were you? I'm no. just asking. I mean some, no. sometimes I see stuff when I smoke. No, no. There was you know, there wasn't a ton of ballots that came at that time. It did no. not it's nonsense. That's that's what I'm talking about. So all my friends who are like smell something, conspiracy, go look. It's cool. I, like I said. We need to answer all the questions. Me as the independent. I wasn't a Republican observer. I don't work for a a media organization. I work for you. So don't post on 
Twitter and shit that normally Leduff's a legitimate guy. I guess everybody has their price. Fuck you. No, because you, because me and Dolores were there doing the work and understanding the process. When you're too lazy to do it, if you're all upset with it, work, right, Dolores? Of course. And they was paying y'all pretty decent for the work. That's the funny part. Really wasn't. I mean, you know, really was. Well, let well, me think here. If you were, they paid you six hundred a day, a shift, right? Right. If you work twelve hours. Would you make? <laughs> why, why do you give me math questions on air like this? You know I don't do the math. Let me go on my calculator. Okay, we'll see. come back to it. Yes, come but back to me. No fraud down here. It was no fraud. Well, at we least were down there doing what we we're supposed to do. We're, we're excited. We're making history. I mean, it's bullshit. Bullshit. 50, it's fifty bucks an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, bucks an hour. What do you mean it's not decent pay, dude? I drive people around all day and barely make it $10 an hour. What are you talking about? Then, first of all, then why didn't you fucking do your job? Because you were down there. Yeah, because I was down there. So you leave it to somebody else. Yeah. Number, two, <laughs> number two, we didn't get no overtime. You got 50 bucks an hour. Didn't get no overtime. You know what I can do with 50 bucks? You should have done the fucking job. <laughs> there, you know, hey, Dolores, tell them what the nickname for those checks are. <laughs> oh, not the checks. Huh? The stimulus check? Yeah, no. the second stimulus check, Red. He said, you had to work for him. Oh, wow. No wonder I missed it. Yeah. Finally, I want to say this, Dolores. He said, the ballots arrived at approximately 4.30 a.m., but I specifically noticed that every ballot I observed was cast for Biden. <laughs> I don't know how he would observe it. Can I've seen that. <laughs> First of all, yeah. When I went and voted, I could barely read the damn thing because the print was so small. So what was this dude running around to every single ballot? Because he couldn't have seen it from no distance. I mean, the print ain't for blind people. Well, let definitely. Me go, let me go like this, too. Yeah. Biden won Detroit by 220,000 votes. And Trump almost doubled his Detroit tally from the last time. Of course, they're going to be for Biden. Use your heads. Yeah. Use your heads. What happened to Nowak? He left. He I, think he, I think he had his appointment, yeah. Ah, fucking shit. All right, Dolores, I'm going to give you the last word since everybody is filing an affidavit. Here's your affidavit. What is it you want to tell the public? Under Raise your right hand. Okay. Okay? okay. I, I solemnly swear. Solemnly swear. On the life of my child. On the life of my one child. What about the other one? I only have one. Okay. <laughs> Stick a needle in my eye. Come on. Stick a needle. <laughs> that I will tell the truth and uphold the Constitution of the United States. All of that. No, all of that. Say it. Say it. <laughs> I, I like her version. All of that. <laughs> what happened in terms of the ballots from 3 to 5 a.m.? What happened down there? There were very few that came in. We got about 11 ballots at our table. We processed those very carefully, and that was that. I don't know where they're getting it from that all these freaking ballots came in between those hours because the shit did not happen. It didn't happen. That's it. That's it. 
I look. I will. I, I I appreciate what went on. Nobody's harder on this town than me. I've written the stories about the dead people, about the backdating of your birthdays, about the people over 113 years old. I know that it's fucked up year after year. Delores knows it because she does it too. Right. Uh, we went to look. We went to look. This was important. We didn't do this for anybody but you. So fine. That's all I got to say about it. I'm telling you, it's over here. There's no way, right, Dolores? When, remember, you were the one inspecting the ballots when they came out of the envelope. They no exactly. longer had a number where you could track them, right? Exactly, exactly. There's no way to find a fraudulent ballot. It's done. And I just want to add this, and I tip my hat to Janice Murphy because as far as the uh, COVID thing, everything was organized, you know, the self-sufficiency as much as we could, the sterilization, all of that. I appreciated all of that. You had your checkpoints. Your temperature checks, all of that. So yeah, I was that was bullshit. Friend. Nobody even checked my COVID paper. <laughs> there were no... There were, <laughs> <laughs> I could have brought an AK-47 <laughs> in there. Charlie, but I was good, though, knowing that I was COVID-free. I had mine, and my stuff said negative, so I was good. See, if they didn't check your COVID pa papers, I guarantee you at least three observers had at least four grams of weed on them and took weed <laughs> breaks, and that's where these stories come from. Well, also the stories are this. Okay, look at people wheeling in these uh, coolers and shit. Yeah. That's because they didn't fucking really feed you. So everybody's bringing in a picnic. There were no coffee. That's what was in the coolers. You don't think LaDuff's looking in the cooler? Hey, Dolores, those last two hours... I was wandering around, wasn't I? Uh, yeah. Just, we were what the hell is Charlie? Oh, he's over there. <laughs> They're over there fucking with me. Charlie's <laughs> doing his reporting. Everybody knew Charlie was in there, including the Republicans. If you yeah. saw some fucking shit at the door where yeah. I was standing. Right. Oh, come on. Okay. He's going to peep at anything. Okay. We'd so love to finish chit-chatting with you guys, but I got to hit it. I'm out. Love you guys. Stay safe. Peace. Peace. Deuces. Thank you, Dolores. I mean, it's not the most perfect uh, election. Mistakes are going to be made. Does that equal fraud? Uh, okay, let me go like this. Let me amend my thing. Look for it elsewhere. Yeah. Don't look uh, for I, it on a big ballot dump. That didn't happen. I, I have it, no problem. Any any claim that wants to be made, uh, well, everyone will look into it, right? I mean, well, every claim gets should, looked into. That's why the affidavit. Right? Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But so many of these seem to be... Easily debunked very quickly. Well, well, first of all, the dude said, I heard from somebody else. That's, that's high school shit. What is that? I, oh, I heard Timmy doesn't like you. What the hell? Did you talk to Timmy or did you just go sock him in the face? Okay, and get, <laughs> let me real quick. Then we got to go on to the most famous ballot in Detroit. Yeah. Remember, th the boxes are locked at eight. They're at the satellite polling places. They go pick them up. They do the rounds, they pick them up, they take them back to the city clerk's office, this, right? When they get dropped, before they get dropped off to the city clerk at the satellite offices, they're stamped in ink. They're supposed to also have the date electronically inputted, a double check. Okay. They weren't. Mm. They're down there at the, at the clerk's office, barcoding them, separating them by precinct, bundling them up. And then shipping them to Kobo. That takes a few hours. Yes. Naturally, we were there at three because a few are going to drift in. Did people forget to put the date in? Obviously, everybody agrees on that. Yeah. How many? 
Now we're hearing 40. Now she's saying thousands. You didn't do thousands yourself. You couldn't do thousands. Yeah. It's too much work to do. Okay. What was the dead count you were telling me before the show? Oh, the number of dead people that voted. I want to say it was 25, 26. Well, is the who one who I came up with this? Explain it to the listeners. I was in one of the affidavits. You know, they had Kaylee McEnany had, what, 234 pages of affidavits, which is fine. I, you know, look into it. But Trump, gets, Trump spokeswoman waved Spokeswoman, them. yeah, I'm okay. sorry. And said D Detroit had, yeah. you know, you go ahead, spitball people. It was, a hand, it was a handful of dead people that voted, but they all happened to have the same birth date. They were all 120 years old. That birth date was January 1st. Nine, 1900. Yeah. And what is the reasoning for that? I'll tell you. All of these things, probably, I'm going to tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess right now. They registered to vote either Monday or that day on Tuesday. Yeah, 28,000 same day registrations in the state of Michigan, state of Michigan, not Detroit, but yeah. 28,000 people on election day registered. You don't think 28, in 28 instances across the state, a clerk forgot to put your birthday in. Very, very simple mistake. That's like one tenth of one percent. Yeah, it's a, it's a rounding error. Yeah, it's it's, it's minuscule. Yeah, it's minuscule. We're talking 145,000 votes. So what they do in that case, because the vote won't go through, and we all want the votes to go through, they give them a holding date of. January 1st, 1900. That's the explanation. Mm -hmm. Okay, we can do this as citizens. If it's not all filled out, we can't, we, can't, we can't count it. Or we can do something like that and go figure it out later, right? Yeah. But I don't think it's fair that a person's vote disappears because the clerk made the mistake. Sure. Right? Right, I don't either. I mean, it's, it's all about every vote supposed to be counted. Okay, a birthday, you know, can liable to be a mistake. I mean, we already see they don't really check the birthday. So, there's no reason that it should be uh, dismissed because of a clerical error on the part of the clerk. Okay, now, speaking of birthdays, uh, Red, go ahead. Introduce this. Well, since we had the most famous vote here, seeing as they said a 118-year-old man voted, and then PolitiFact said, no, they didn't vote, and everybody made a big issue of it, and our grand style of no bullshit news, we decided to go talk to the actual man's son. So that's what I did. I went to what find out, is it true? You actually, you actually, you're a comedian. Yep. And an Uber driver. And you actually got off your ass, found the guy, and talked to him? Why not? Exclusive, no bullshit news hour. Gets off his ass and <laughs> talks to the dead voting guy, dude. Way to go. William T. Bradley. His That's father, right. William Bradley. That's right. Born in 1902, died in 1984, and is still a registered voter. Living at the same address. Action. When you saw this first happen, what was your, you know, and the news coming out and all these people? What I, was I, your I, I haven't, I haven't found none of it on the news. None. Only way I found about it was through phone calls. 
Okay. I got a phone call from Guy Gordon News for Channel Seven. He got his own radio show. Okay. And I got a call from the guy, a couple of couple of guys from New York, and one guy from the New York Times. He gave me them the information out to the city clerk, clerk building the call. So okay. I called on that. She gave. She told me everything was okay. She said, "Don't worry about it because we go by the we go by your signature and your birth date of birth." So did did she ever address or or answer? That why was he was she, still on the road in no, the first she, place? No, it, it was just that she told me everything was all right and she didn't want to go no further. She said that was it. But did they explain to you that you technically didn't get your vote, that it went under your day? No, they didn't tell me none of that. Yes, and that's what we was... was, was no, I, my, my vote should be valid because that's the only application I sent in. I did never send my dad's in. Yeah, you never sent your dad's in, no. but somewhere down there in the mix, they registered your vote under your dad, and that's how all the hoopla got started about your dad voting. Okay. So knowing that they did that, and that's how it went, how do you feel uh, about basically your dad ended up getting your vote? Even though you didn't vote for him, they registered your vote under him, and it was like you didn't vote. Oh, man. That's messed up. I mean, I can't do nothing about that because that was a te technical error. I mean, you know, like somebody right. who was reading that read the wrong name, read the wrong, read the right name and made the wrong vote. Entry. Right, you know, entry. So even though you voted, you didn't get your vote because somebody down there put it under your day. Okay. And if you could say something to them, uh -huh. what would you tell them? How you, you know, your perspective on that? I, I really couldn't tell them much because. I, I can't see what went wrong. I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't know by, by, my, by me just explaining it to me. I don't know if they made a mistake with my name and, and put, put his name in, in the ballot instead of me or my name in the ballot instead of him. I don't know which way it would have went, you know, so I wouldn't know what to say. Okay. You know, it's just an error that I mean that they got to, you know, figure out because they the ones handling the ballots. And let me ask you this, do you feel they should have explained that to you when you called Definitely. down there? Yeah, well, I, I thought she would explain a little bit more to me, but it's like, but she's so sure about their system. She just told me that we don't, that there's no, don't worry about that. There's no problem. She said like, um, cause we go by your signature and we go by your date of birth. Well, I think yeah. it'd be a problem they didn't have a dead man vote. Right. Do you agree? I agree. Uh, <laughs> And I asked him to to make sure because a lot of folks, you know, the ones that want to admit that this actually exists, wanted to say he did this. They putting it on him. So I made sure to ask him, what did he do with his father's absentee ballot? He clearly stated, I threw it away because my father is William Bradley and I know I'm William T. Bradley. So I threw it away. I never sent filled this application out. Well, back to your very first point, this shouldn't even be an issue because his father shouldn't even be get, getting an application, much less a ballot. That's the thing. And look, he could that's have made the, a That's the annoying thing about it. He could have made a mistake. We, just because he said he didn't make a mistake, that's not the point. Listen to the man, though. He, uh, he understands... Yeah. Unlike all the rest of you, he's the aggrieved party. Right. And he says, eh, technical error. I can understand how it happens, right? But here's the reaction from the government. They lied to him. Yeah. It, uh, it's all fixed. For no reason. Don't worry about it. Our processes, da-da-da. No. Laser focus. Laser focus. <laughs>
They lie to them. That's the most, what'd you call it? The most sacred. The, the, the smallest lie about the most sacred thing. Yeah. There's no reason to lie about it. Here, here's some, here's what the uh, director of uh, election said about it. No ballot for a 118-year-old Mr. Bradley was ever requested, received, or counted. A man with a nearly identical name requested a ballot and voted properly and broke the primary and general elections. When his ballot was initially logged, however, it was incorrectly attributed to William Bradley, born 118 years ago through a clerical error. It's never been fixed. Yeah, he's still on the voter rolls now. Me and, me and Charlie just looked at it minutes ago. William Bradley, who was a would be 118, is currently at this very moment as we speak, still registered to vote. And I don't want to. No, you don't want to clear him too quick because then there'll be another conspiracy theory. Well, do it because here's the thing. <laughs> Wait a month. It's not a conspiracy theory. A guy found it legitimately. It went viral. Yeah. And they come up with some tepid bullshit of doo-doo to explain it. And everybody goes away. Everybody lays down. USA Today, PolitiFact. The fact is, dude, whoever you are, I forget your name. It's correct. It's correct. And you heard it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. A dead man voted. Yep. So fix the shit. Fix the shit. There's no getting around it. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I want to say this, not just to the county clerk now, but for like the last five or six, because this dude been on the roads for 36 years. So what in the hell is y'all doing? Red, did you ever think of asking him if he would tell us who he voted for? Uh, actually, I did. And I asked him who I thought his father would vote for if he was alive. Oh, give it to us. He uh, said that his father was always straight ticket Democrat, a for, a uh, plant worker from right here in Town, Detroit, and that he is straight ticket Democrat. So no surprise. Yeah, not at all. So nothing lost. Nothing lost. So it's, just it's admit nothing it. there. Admit it. Yeah. And fix it. Yeah. Lying to the guy. That's what pisses that's, me that's off. That's the worst part. And all the media lay down like dogs to make it go away. I think it's healthy. And this probably exists everywhere. This ain't just in sure. Detroit. That's a good point. Sure. This is everywhere. So, Well, the Democrats, you know, tell me, the election officials, I don't need to go into who they are. They're loath to take people off the rolls. And this goes back to Jim Crow. This goes back to the history of this country. Poll tax, literacy mm-hmm. tests, trying to, you know. Carnival st- games. You know. St- strip somebody of their yeah. rights. Okay. Now, on the other side, the conservatives, you don't want a national ID card, do you? That's a way to solve it. Social number, passport number, the whole, maybe even biometrics. That way you wouldn't get illegal immigrants working here. You wouldn't have voter fraud from dead people. We're at a moment now how you want to solve it. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, it's Joe Biden's because you can't go back and find the invalid votes. You must show massive fraud. So far, we're hearing even if it was 40,000 showed up to Kobo, you don't know those are fraudulent. So that's not going to work. Right. Even if there were a couple of thousand that were postdated, that's not going to have a judge call for a new election. That's it's not going to happen. That's the way it works. We've got, what's the day today? 
Friday the thirteenth. Um, this thing, this thing, two weeks after the election, it must be certified from the board of canvassers. I talked to people at the board of canvassers so far, and I talked to the Republicans so far. Full steam ahead. Just telling you, you don't got to tweet me, man. I'm just, I'm your friend. Can I ask you another question? Yeah. Do you think a lot? And I understand the anger from uh, the Trump side. I, re- I honestly really do because of how the count came in. Count them all up on election night. It trickles in for another four days. And an extra zero. Well, sure. I mean, a lot of it is messed. There's a lot of errors. Yes. But there's not, in the grand scheme of things, of, of 150 million votes, it's a very small number. My question is, can we fix this so maybe we can get all the votes counted so we don't have to wait until election day to start scanning the ballots like Florida does it, I think Texas does it, all those Colorado. mail, Colorado, who's been doing mail-in for a long time, Oregon, they can count them, they can, before it comes in, they keep the, 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 the totals keep secret, the tallies up. so it doesn't mess with the election day voters, which is brilliant. As I said, there's so many better ways to do this that would alleviate a lot of the pain and the anger if, and the errors. But this is us. So as I said last week, you only need 24 hours to get them all prepped. And then you can run them through the machine. That, whatever. They get, we got a special dispensation from the legislature for 10 hours. To prepare them, yeah. I said 24 would be better. And if there's a big hard-on about sanctity of our election, there's the compromise. You don't need to keep a running total if there's some reason you think fraud's going to be injected. 10's not enough. Me, your brother, doing work, I would say 24 sufficient. Okay. There's a good compromise let's find one yeah but the bigger deal madam benson if you didn't dodge us the question i was going to have for you is in your two years how many ineligible voters have you removed from the qualified voter list never heard you answer that i've heard excuses of why you can't and stuff we're going to do in the future but you owe us that we know william bradley is still on there hey everybody this is a sharp ass show Mark Smart, Red Smart, Karen Smart. Good job, Red, going down there talking to you. Thank you. The guy was a really nice guy. Nice guy, yeah. You you could tell he's just the average guy. He's doing what he he his patriotic duty and what what pisses me off, and, and I'm gonna just put it out there, is the fact that you brushed him off and lied to him. Yeah. In this country, we as men and women have two things. Our name and our goddamn vote. He really strikes me as a guy who does not want to be in the middle of all this shit either. Well, I asked him. He said he never done media. He was, he, you know, he thought, you know, was kind of leery of ever being on media. But when he came to this, he had no problem because it was something that's important. And he didn't want to be the person or one of the people to cause an issue like what's then basically happened. With the election. Now look look how the guy look look how the guy handled himself. Mm-hmm. He said technical error. He's not going ape shit. He's in the middle of it. I suggest we follow his lead. Great American right there. Now, Red's uh, segment, as always, brought to you by Good Helpers, Heating Cooling, Labor Services. 313-270-3600. Licensed and professional. Commercial residential. No job too big, no job too small. Discounts for new construction, HVAC installs, and also for nonprofit groups, houses of worship, 
313-270-3600. Good helpers, where good help is not hard to find. Yeah, and check them out on Facebook. They got a Facebook page too. So. Deuces! <laughs> okay, now, did we, is Mark is Mark there? He's been sitting there patiently. I know. I don't Very see patient him. Very patient man. I see him. Hey, Charlie. How you doing, hey, brother? Mark. It's Mark DeLair. He's a neighbor of mine, okay? <laughs> now, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mark, what am I holding in my hand here? Let me let me set this up. This Madam Governor, Madam Attorney General, see, fix this shit. We got real shit going on. Whitmer fired the director of the un, uh, unemployment insurance agency. After all the months of fuck uppery, mm-hmm. and all of you people, my brothers and sisters, calling me help. She assured us it was getting fixed. Now, under the cover of the election, she dumps the guy because it's fucked up. COVID's back. We're going to get locked down, and it doesn't work. Mark, what am I holding in my hand? Well, uh, that was a bunch of mail uh, that was delivered to uh, a property that I own in Ferndale that I rent. Uh, addressed to multiple different people that were using my address uh, over the course of a couple weeks. Uh, okay, pause. For pause. Unemployment pa- fraud. Pause. Shake it off. Shake off the I'm on TV and I'm nervous. <laughs> Crap. Okay. <laughs> your house was up on Zillow, right? What were you doing with your house? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I put it for rent. I, I listed it for rent on Zillow. Okay. So you listed on Zillow. When did you do it? I did that probably about three weeks ago. Okay. And, you know, I got a bunch of applicants, interviewed, selected a, a new tenant, and I took it down. Okay. So you so put it during, up through, during this time when you're, you're up these two weeks about? Yeah, it was, a, a, well, it's, I li- when I listed it, you know, I started going over there doing the fall cleanup. And I don't go over there very often, but I started checking the mailbox. Every time I go over there, I check the mailbox. I don't go over there that often. But since I was going over there kind of consistently over this couple of weeks, I was checking the mailbox. I started getting all this mail. Again, I had only listed this on Zillow for maybe a day or two, and I started getting slammed with all this mail. What and every mail? time I What's kept going the fuck? back there. What's the fucking mail? What is this? What, am I, what am I holding? I got a dozen. What is it? Well, to me, it looks like uh, unemployment benefits. Uh, could be checks. There's debit cards. You can feel the debit cards in there. So um, here's the thing. There's a hustle being run. Your house is listed. There's some scammers out there. Uh, uh, an Eric, a Ronald, um, Ronald a couple times, Jason, Dustin, Dustin again, Eric, Demarcus, Monisa. You started getting... Unemployment benefits, basically. Yeah, yeah that's which, what those are. Which you can get in the form of a debit card. Yes. So basically what we would have here is you can't prove that you're a person, right? And the state says, okay, we're, give us an address and we're going to mail you an ID number. Once you receive it, go back online, log in that ID number, and we'll send you the debit cards to your home. Mm-hmm. We have no record of you. Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to give you a number. Once you send the number back, we're going to send you a fucking card. Now we've got 
this hustle going on, and you can feel these cards. Yeah. Which, if they're backdated to April, you're talking hustle. twenty grand. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Is that about right, Mark? I, I would say, and, and you know, the other thing too is I try to report this. Hmm. You know, I called uh, the state unemployment hotline, and they have a they have an option for you to. If you if you want to report fraud, press this number. So I did. Uh, you know, it goes to this recording that says if you're gonna if you want to report fraud, go online to this website, and you know they give you the address and report it there. So okay, I did that. I went online or tried to do that. I went online, and it only gives you a couple options of fraud. It says if if somebody is using your name for unemployment, uh, enter all this information here. Then it says if you're an employer and somebody is using your business for fraud, enter all this information here. Nowhere is there an option for me to say, hey, people are using my address right, for fraud. False claim. You know, so I can't even report this. I couldn't get anybody on the phone. I can't report it online. And I can't imagine I'm the only person that has having an address used in this capacity. No, because we've seen them. They've actually busted a handful of people. Yeah. But you know, with the number of envelopes that, that you've received, you know that more more had to have been sent there, which meant they would have to retrieve them from that mailbox at some point. That's correct. So I, I was trying to, I was, I had a gap Scary. in a tenant. Um, so the house had been, the house has been empty yeah. for a few months. And I had not been checking the mailbox because I hadn't been going over there very often. Now I don't have any type of surveillance. Um, no ring so doorbell. I have no, no recording of anybody. Yeah. But like I was telling Charlie, I believe those those debit cards. You know, some of those envelopes have debit cards in them. Somebody was somebody was retrieving the mail at that at that address. So and somebody fuck. was using my address, going to my house taking mail out of my mailbox mm -hmm. and I just happen to intercept what Charlie has in his hands, which is a decent amount of mail. And you know what, if you, you know, there's like, I can feel three cards. There's here. a lot. Yeah. That, that's, so, so that's I got 60, at least 60 000. grand in yeah. my hand. Lodge <laughs> <laughs> <Lunch> on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck it. Whitmore don't care. Well, actually, we lunch on you. Mark, I know it's not your <laughs> responsibility to do this, but have you ever, have you ever thought of asking uh, the letter carrier in your neighborhood? Like, Hey, I haven't checked my mail. Did you have you noticed that it gets taken out regularly, or have you asked neighbors if they've seen anybody coming up to the house? How about a deer camera? You know, <laughs> a trail uh, cam. I I I don't run into the mail carrier there very often because I don't live there. Um, but that's a good that's a good you know maybe I should do that. But if it should I see it, them. you know what it shouldn't uh, be your job to do that. But you are no, the man. Right. The and, yeah. It really, I mean. There's a lot of people that probably wouldn't even have taken the time to try to report this. They probably yeah, would they just would take them away. and throw them in the trash. After the uh, open. Yeah. Okay, let's wind this up. Watch this. Hey, hey, Dana. Hey, dum-dum. Fix this shit. <laughs> Fix this shit. The guy trying to get a hold of you. Hey, Whitmer, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And we're going to need these. We need another round. Christmas is coming. Yeah. We're going to get locked away. Fix that. I, I got a question. I'm surprised the mail carrier themselves, because normally on a mail route, it's the same carrier yeah. 
didn't notice all these different names. It ain't up to him. Stop it. I mean, we're, I'm we're just going, saying. Right? I'm just saying. You're, you're right, Charlie. We, 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 we found a, a, right, a hustle that needs to get fixed. And let's, let's stop it, okay? Look, look. Here's the thing. You know what you should do, Mark? Mark. What's that? Sell yeah. the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a new tenant moving in, and we'll find out for sure oh, if, wow. uh, if it's going to continue on with this fraud. You know, maybe look, you tell your in. tenant if they want to buy, right? That rates are at all time <laughs> lows. <laughs> if nice. your current mortgage is above 3.5, tell them, what are you waiting for, bro? Don't wait for a bogus unemployment check. There's better ways to save money. Legal ways. Currently at all financial, almost 70% of all loans don't require an appraisal. Call all financial today. What a segue. It was brilliant. If you qualify, good, see if yeah. you qualify for a no appraisal loan. If for some reason your loan does require an appraisal for the month of November only, Hall Finance is going to pay it for you up to 500 bucks. Huh? That's like working at Kobo Red. And you don't have to do anything. Believe it or not, closing times have sped up again. Right now, the majority of loans at Hall Financial are closing in 10 business days or fewer, like one of the only businesses cranking it out. Just go to their website and click onto the Hall Financial link to get started. DavidHallMortgage.com. That's DavidHallMortgage.com or 248-308-5000. Hall Financial. Lower payments, better options, more personal attention. NMLS number 1467435. You're welcome, David. That was not only informational, it was humorous. And, and and I want to let you know. Uh, actually, I just found a new way to make some money. So I'll let you in a couple of weeks and let you know if I bought bought David's house. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds on the up and up. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, Mark. Uh, I'll bring these back to you. Well, most of them. I'll bring most of them back. Keep the cards, right? Red. Yeah, without the cards. He's got a weed habit. He's got a handle. He likes the good stuff. Yeah. You don't know what this tax they charging on this marijuana. Just how expensive a gram is now. Yeah, man. Oh, one last thing about all this stuff. Just you know, I, I appear on Martha McCallum quite often. Like the mm -hmm. the problems she's having. The the liberals call her a conservative boob, and the conservatives are calling her a traitor. Turncoat. And if you if you actually listen to, you know, people on the cable news networks, she's one of the most reasonable and balanced personalities and journalists and hosts on there. Mm -hmm. That's why reason I do it. I like her. I, think I she's do good. too. I think she's really reasonable. There's see, and that's I've talked about this before. It kind of drives me nuts because the pundits get labeled. You know, you hear people on the left say. Uh, the media is terrible. Fox News is terrible. And then you're the people on the right say, oh, CNN, it's terrible. It's terrible. And you know what? Yeah, the pundits on there are fucking awful. And yes. it is terrible. But there are some good reporters there. And there the, are. And good. I wouldn't call Martha or Brent or, you know, I wouldn't call them well, reporters. The anchors. Good interviewers. Yeah. It's, it's, they're it's, not it's, pundits. It's a good program. Yes. Yeah. And they'll ask stuff that you wouldn't think would be on Fox. Because yeah. of the reputation. I like Cavuto. I think Brett Bear is good. I, you know, I, and I like Martha. Okay, let's, let's, let's get out of here. Let's do some quick news. Let's ramp this shit up. And we're going to give Red the last word here, too. Um, COVID's raging. The police and fire are getting no battle pay. <laughs> Fire's not even working with a contract. Yeah, no movement on that at all? None. Jesus. Come on, Mike. You, Duggan, proposal and passed. You got money for... Again, I'm I'm chasing you. 
I'm going to see what the feds do about that fraudulent demolition program. There you go, my conservative friends. Everybody, everybody gets the business. That's what a reporter is. Pay them. Pay them. (laughs) DPS is shutting down this in-person learning starting Monday. Detroit Public Schools. Trying to keep kids healthy and the staff healthy. But it's going to have a devastating effect on working families. Right? Working working families, most part, are not rich. What are they going to do with the babies? Yes, in this capitalistic society, it's also a daycare center. Yeah. That's why yes. a third of the students are in there. And currently about half the students learning from home aren't checking in. It's awful. So I suggest, and it's a two-party problem in Washington. You know the last stimulus round. <laughs> Republicans want to do one thing. Pelosi wants this. They want the pork out. We're dying out here. Mm-hmm. Not only they're not going to be, not going to be presents under the trees. There's going to be no trees, folks. And you know what that means? I tell you what that means. The next piece of news, only on the no bullshit news hour, because we work for you. Sunday we passed the milestone. Unreported. I waited. Want to know what the milestone is? Yes, I do. Detroit suffered its one thousandth non-fatal shooting of the year. All of last year, there were about 650. Okay? You see what's going to happen here? Yeah. It's going to get worse. It's going to double. People don't have money. They don't have anything to do. So this is a lie, man. We're in big trouble. Duggan. Holding God deep. Governor. President-elect. President. What do you think Biden's going to do the first time, the first time the American street goes off again? Because it will go off again. Went off many times under Obama. What you going to do? Law and order? Or let him, let him fucking run? He claims law and order. Huh. We'll see. Huh. Well, yeah. No, see what I'm saying? Of course. Law and order is a, was a good thing to run on. He didn't run on it. No, I yeah, know. You got to pay the law. Look, and I know every, so. look, my working friends, the ones that work two jobs, the ones that do the, what is that, the essential jobs. Yeah. They're taxing you. I know. I'm not into deficit spending. You all know my libertarian leanings. We don't have it. But we're going to have to run some more debt. We'll find it. We're a rich country. Pay the people that do that work. We're a rich country. I'll be printing up money money all through December to January. So will the government. Don't worry. I got my anonymous (laughs) unemployment (laughs) cards right here. Just... and that's you can why call they don't me care. Eric. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what do we, we call, call you? Next e for short. What's the one on the next one? What do we call you next week after it's Eric? Let me, let me what other names are we going to have to call you? Call me Jason. Jason, all right. The name's not even really original. The girl's name was the most original one I heard. <laughs> oh, <and laughs> I got to tell you one more thing in here. Uh, yeah. Is also um, Mark at, right, at, his, at his home address? Yes. He getting a dead woman's. Ballot application. Of course. Seems like everybody did. Please don't send it back in. We got enough ballots from dead people. Red, Red doesn't want to have to track down more dead people. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not very fun. Oh, one more thing to uh, follow up. The Proud Boys are, are disintegrating. They're breaking up. One wing of them says, no, we don't want Negroes and homosexuals. Thus, thus lending credence to the fact that when we were pounding old Gavin McGinnis, mm-hmm. what a phony... Oh, we're just uh, Western chauvinist guys who like to fart on each other and stick dildos up our ass. 
whatever you want to call Get it. Get lost. And not come with a woman for two months at a time or some shit like that. What an election season we had. It was wild. Proud boys, like, okay, let's just expose that guy. Don't they have, part of, don't they have a march tomorrow in D.C.? I don't they? keep track of that. Okay. It's you, your kind of guys. A million mega march? Then we had Maurice. It's not theirs. They're just, right? What? We, we had yeah. Maurice uh, Davis. Yes. The, the King of the party blues. King of the party blues and the fifth man on the conservative Mount Rushmore now. Right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> went crazy. Made Newsmax a couple times. We got, we got the dead man who voted. That's right. And we were actually in Cobo. We're doing good, folks. Hate us if you want. But what do you say, Red? Share, share, share. Share, like, follow, tell a friend. Hey, play it in the car. We don't give a damn. Download it. Screen record it. <laughs> Bookmark it. Whatever the hell you got to do. You want no bullshit? <laughs> Come right here. No bullshit news hour. Last with one. Charlie LaDuff. Last one. Kwame's still not getting out of it. Show away. Nobody brought that up either. That, nobody. How did that keep going around? Kwame's going to do those 26 years. 28, 26, he's doing it. He's going to do at least half of them, I'll tell you that much. Yes. How'd that one go around? I put the kibosh on that one. I had to do it on Twitter. Yeah. Because, look, before you do that, call the White House. Apparently, you got some juice at the White House. No. No, he's not getting his pardon. Talk about bullshit. I, I wonder if, if if uh, the great Cheeto wishes he would have let him out now. He might have got maybe Never half of something. those votes. This is just a joke, so don't take it as a uh, yeah. If If the great Cheeto goes down and he wants to get even with Detroit, he just let him out and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Start some shit. Mary and Mary got reelected. Look, everybody, hold on to each other. I would hold on to each other. Hold on to each other. Keep it together. I'd love to hold you in my arms, like honeybees and whatever. Ray's play the fucking stuff. <laughs> hey, there's Luke. Hey, Luke's back. Pause. <laughs> what? Pause. We got to get Luke. Huh? Luke just went and closed the deal and came back. Yeah, yeah, he went and made some money, and now he's back. That's what he does. So, like leaving the game on pause and going to the restaurant. Oh, look, Mark's still there. All right, hold on. Can, we, can we hear Guys. Luke now? There he is. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a mute Mark. Where's Luke? Mannequin. <laughs> hey, Luke, great seeing you. See you later. Play the <laughs> 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 I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Put your, junk, put your junk in the camera for all the ladies. They're screaming out there. <laughs> yeah, you must really want Facebook to take this down. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Sing with me. That's what's wrong with the world now. We don't have good old commercials like this no more in songs. How crass is this? Love comes in a bottle. Yeah, we talking about the drink, y'all, not the other stuff. <laughs> What's up, Luke? This shit's still not working. <laughs> I don't think it ever will, Charlie. Hey, man. Spend some more money on the show. We'll get it all fixed up, Luke. My man. He goes, I will. 